Hey, hey, and welcome back to Trading Business School, the podcast where we have real conversations and share insights and tips on how you can run your trades or contracting business more easily, enjoyably, and profitably. I'm your host today, Miranda Hill, and I'll be chatting to you about four communication styles that you absolutely need to know to communicate with your team better. So communication is the, I guess, the linchpin of all relationships, how we communicate, how people perceive our message, how we share our message really depicts the results that we're going to get. It will do, you know, be the decider on the feeling, whether or not people go ahead and do the thing that you want them to do, whether they buy your idea, your product, your service, or they buy into the greater vision or goals that you have for your business. I'll ask you this. Have you ever wondered why uh, the message that you've shared with one of your team members seems to fall on deaf ears? Or perhaps people nod and smile and then go, don't go away and do the thing that you've asked them to do. Or you just don't understand why someone likes to get bogged down in detail all of the time and you get frustrated. So there are four communication styles that I'm going to share today. Uh, and these are going to be done through the lens of DISC, so DISC style. So for those of you that are out there listening and you have heard of DISC before, fantastic. We're going to dive into the four ways in which really specific how you can recognize the different communication styles and how best to communicate with each of those styles. So I am a uh, an accredited, internationally accredited behavioral profiler. So I work a lot with clients inside trade business school, opulence, and also outside uh, with private clients in my own business. And what I do is work a lot with helping clients to understand their style and how best to interact with the world around them through the lens of behavioral flexibility, meaning we can all tap into different styles and knowing where our strengths and strengths and stretches are means that we can think about how best to show up in any moment so that we can get the best out of that moment. And you understanding the communication styles of the people that you work with, in particular your team, because let's face it, when communication is better, when people are getting along, when the communication goes well, you're going to have greater productivity, greater efficiencies, greater profits. You're going to have a longer retention rate of clients. And I suppose we could actually take this outside your team as well and think about sales. You know, you're going to be out there pitching those jobs. Uh, you're going to be talking to clients. You're going to be talking to clients on site, all of those things. And your communication will be more successful. You will have happier clients. It will translate into five-star ratings. It will mean that your conversion rate on, on the jobs that you get will be higher or you will be able to, uh, you'll have less problems on jobs because you'll be able to communicate better with them. So let's jump in. Firstly, part one of this will be where I'm going to talk about how to recognize each of the styles. And then second, I'm going to talk about how best to communicate with each of those styles. So just a tiny little bit of background. DISC is D-I-S-C. Uh, there are four key types and it's like our hardwiring. The reason that I love extended DISC and I, I became accredited in it is because it's internationally recognized and it cannot be duped. It, it, you can't trick it. It just boots you out of the system. So, and also too, it gives you two profiles, one which will be your, your core style, your like a computer's hardwiring. It is the way that you are wired and you will default to when you're under pressure. And it is where energetically you, it's easier for you. There's less resistance in this place. It's just you, right? It's more of your core self. And it'll also show an adjusted style. So when you get the report, an adjusted style, 
And what that means is the face that you're showing the world in that moment might be in a role and different things. So I just love this tool, really powerful. That aside, the styles are DISC. So how to recognize a D style. So think of your D as like a hunter or a warrior. It's the most powerful, strongest kind of masculine energy. And that is that masculine is not, is not gender specific. So I have D energy in me, quite a strong D energy in me. I'm, a, I'm obviously a woman and I have a masculine energy. So these energies are not, they are not gender specific. So D energy, hunter, warrior, they will often say uh, what they think. They tend to communicate in a, in a, they can communicate in a one way manner, like from them. They can have a degree of impatience. They don't want to get sort of bogged down in small talk and things like that. Sometimes unresourcefully, their opinions can come across as if they are facts. So it's not to say that their opinions are not facts, but sometimes they will have an opinion that is purely their opinion. And they say it with such conviction. It's like, wow, that sounds like that was a truth. It was an actual fact. So, and quite often you will find the energies assume control of a conversation. They will step in just to keep things moving. I like things to move things quickly. So if you can think of, you know, either elements of yourself or your team members, you recognize these, then you might have uh, somebody with a D energy in them on your team. What I will say before I continue is that people can have uh, very rarely as anybody ever one style. In fact, it's some tiny like 1% of the population. What the majority are, are a mixture of two energies and sometimes there's three. There is never, ever four. Um, you're never ever all four, but you have a dominant energy and then often a subdominant energy. Um, so you might be like a DI energy, for example. So that's the D energy, how to recognize an I energy. We call them the entertainer. They, they're people driven. They can sometimes when they're communicating be a little bit indiscreet and are quite open about themselves. They don't tend to like silence in conversation. So they'll be the person on your team that often interjects. And when it's quiet, they're the first person to jump in and fill in the silence, they want to contribute, they love the social aspect of being around people and uh, the interaction and the talking and the communication. So they get really enthusiastic when they're agreeing about stuff and they get really quite talkative and inspiring in life of the party. So if you've got that sort of person in your team, quite likely they're an I energy. Number three is the S energy. So I love to, re love to refer to this energy as the nurturer. It is, they're often more quietly spoken, uh, more calm and logical. They will talk about things that they've mastered, like mastery is really important to them. And they're super patient. They're really good teachers, instructors of things, training team members, because they're just so patient and logical. And they, they're very, very good listeners. They just sit quietly and listen and often smile and nod. So if you've got someone like that on your team, then um, you think, okay, there's, there's probably a degree of S energy in that person. And the fourth is the C energy, who uh, I refer to as the technician archetype. They uh, really love details, highly uh, into accuracy, will pick often up on inaccuracies or things that they see that aren't right because accuracy is super important to them, not because they want to necessarily be picky about things being wrong. They can get quite hung up on the details. They will point out errors and they do like proof and facts and information to prove uh, and evidence and things like that. They don't like abstract things as much. They want facts and figures and data and those sorts of things. So in a sort of slower pace. So 
if you have people on your team uh, or even counter people that seem a little bit like that, uh, then it's high, highly likely they have a strong element of synergy in them. Okay, so I trust that you can all think of somebody right now or you're thinking even of yourself and thinking, like, hey, maybe this is me, maybe that's not, or someone on your team. Now, keep picturing this person. What we're going to do is talk through uh, how to communicate with each of the stars. So we'll start back with the D again. So when you are communicating with a D energy, you need to be direct. You need to give immediate feedback. You need to talk about the topic at hand and not kind of go down rabbit holes and waffle and, you know, chase shiny objects in the conversation. You've got to do this and keep on track. So what you don't want to do is give them too much information. You don't want to talk too much and go down rabbit holes and over-explain things and lose focus and go too slowly, like keep a pace to the conversation. That is how to have a good, effective conversation with a D-Energy. Talk about the outcome and the result that you're wanting to achieve and they're all in. Get bogged down in detail and, and talk too much about other things and fluff, then you will lose them. How to communicate with an I style. So what you do want to do, now remember the I is the entertainer, they're the people-based, focused people. So what you do want to do is to be positive and take time to chat and be a bit more enthusiastic and talk about the people and, and, and the big picture and make it a bit of fun. What you don't want to do is get too serious and slow and bog down in details and not and fail to socialize like having a degree of chit chat at the beginning of a conversation with an eye energy um, especially in a meeting it's really important to them they they you'll lose them if you don't and you know they just like that you're isolating them and, and and making them go and do stuff on their own um you want to communicate in a way that it's it's fun and then they'll stay with you and listen the S energy, how to communicate with an S energy, what you do want to do with them is slow your pace a little, um, proceed in a logical order, ask specific questions and be slower and supportive and, and allow time in the conversation for them to consider. Don't make unexpected changes. Don't forget to provide enough information for them. Don't move too fast and get impatient and, and don't be unreliable. So. You know, if you're going to have a meeting, turn up and be on time and allow space for them to keep pace with the conversation. If you're having a one-on-one, then you know, turn up on time. They will be deeply offended if you don't. And if you even notice when I'm talking now, I've slowed the pace of my conversation. Uh, if my tone is gentler, this is how you would speak more to an S energy than the faster pace, louder energy that I was talking before. We have a bit of fun and we can talk, and we can get about results. The S energy will um, take a step back energetically from you if you are presented a meeting the whole way like that. Lastly, the C energy, the technician. Listen carefully to them and be calm and answer questions. When they ask a question, they need the answer and be really thorough and enjoy uh, include the details. If you don't necessarily think the details are important or relevant, and they're asking for them and you need them on board, then take the time and give them the details. Or if you don't have time in that meeting, ensure that you've addressed it with them and say, hey, I will get you those uh, details after this so you've got some time to go through them and then perhaps we could, then you can come and see me or we'll have another catch up. You do need to slow down your speech a little bit with them and focus on those things. Don't move too fast. Do not expect them to make a decision immediately. So if you're presenting something and wanting to know, just know that a C energy has got a lot of detail and data that they need to consider and they will consider it all carefully. They do need time. Provide them that. 
don't spend too much time on chit chat, small talk and fun. You've got to be logical and clear and thorough with a C energy. So that's it. That's how to communicate with each of the styles and how to recognize them. What I'd encourage you to do is in team meetings and team environments, communicate and ensure that you are thinking about and considering how to communicate best with your team. You will know them. You will have a bit of an idea. And just notice if you think people are glazing over, you're losing them, and just know that it's within you to be behaviorally, behaviorally, there we go, tripping over my words, behaviorally flexible and to slow down and to lean into what they need so that you get what you need and overall it's better for the greater good. So, um, and you can begin to see, I'm sure that all of you thinking about this are thinking about clients and conversations and things uh, that you're having that you definitely use this information as well. So that's it for now. Thank you so much for uh, joining me today. It's, uh, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here on the podcast. If you've not yet jumped in and joined our uh, free group, Tradies and General Contractors Global, please jump on over there. Um, and of course, you're always welcome to connect with uh, me on Facebook, on socials and on Instagram as well. Um, I'm over there as well. So um, that's it for now. Uh, until next time, bye for now. 